3: Good morning, everybody, or good afternoon, everybody. It's good to be back in Western New York. I want to thank our mayor, who we'll hear from shortly, uh, our police commissioner, uh, Joseph Grimalia, uh, Deputy Commissioners Wright and Kent, and Chief of Investigative Services, Macy. We also have- Corporation Council. Counsel, Chambers. And do we have uh, Lauren Washington or Jenna Haring here? Come on up, ladies. These are two victims. Well, we have a third. Oh no, two, good. Okay, thank you. All right, well, so why are we here? I wanna thank everybody for coming. We're here to discuss a really disturbing issue that's putting car owners in Buffalo and across Western New York uh, in serious danger and in a great deal of anxiety and nervousness. Kia and Hyundai cars are being stolen at record rates here in Buffalo and in Rochester and in upstate New York. Why? Because of a safety defect that spread like wildfire in a viral TikTok challenge. All you had to do was put something on TikTok on how to steal these cars, and they started getting stolen left and right. This year alone, listen to this, this year, it is the end of February, and over 350 Kias and Hyundais have been stolen in Buffalo. Let me repeat, 350 cars stolen in Buffalo in just the past two months. If you figure it out, let's just say an average of 30 days a month, that's 60 days. That's, let's see, 60 days, that's close to six a day here in Buffalo and Western New York. Um, let me put that in perspective for you. In all, and this is just Buffalo, not just Western New York where there are more. Um, in Buffalo, in all of 2022, In all of 2022, 400 Kias and Hyundais were stolen. And this year, in January and February, it's almost that many, 350. So we need to put the brakes on this disturbing trend. And I am calling for a two-pronged approach to get this problem uh, from getting any, any worse and to finally arresting it. First, I'm calling on the two car companies, Kia and Hyundai, to take action right now, right now, to provide support to owners of these cars. When people bought these cars, they had no idea that they were so prone. What are the two steps they should take? First, they need to provide free anti-theft kits, including steering wheel locks, to all affected owners. And second, they need to develop ASAP, a universal software fix, that solves this issue for every owner of an at-risk Kia or Hyundai. Not just some of them. If there's a gap, hire the programmers, figure out the solution, and distribute it. Don't put this on the back of the owners, Kia. Don't put this on the back of the owners, Hyundai. It's on your back. You made the mistake. My mother always taught me, you make a mess, you gotta clean it up. Well, these two car companies made a big mess, and they, they have to clean it up. So that's one approach, one prong. Second, I'm calling on the federal cop on the beat, the National Highway Transportation Safety Agency, to investigate how this predictable and avoidable safety defect was allowed to proceed and make formal recommendations as to what can be done to fix the problem and what can be done in the future to prevent a repeat of this unacceptable situation. For those who aren't familiar, let me give you a little background. Stealing these cars is so easy because of a safety defect in certain models of Kia and Hyundai car models, since they lack what is called an engine immobilizer. Most cars have it. Ten years, I believe it is, of these cars didn't have it. Now, this is made worse by this viral TikTok challenge, showing how cars can be hotwired and stolen with something as simple as this, this USB charger cord. All you need is that, a simple phone charger, and you go on TikTok and they can tell you how to steal one of these cars. Is that outrageous? And it's on the car company's backs. It's a horrifying trend. People and often young kids are the ones who use TikTok the most. They're going around breaking into these cars, sometimes checking cars one by one, sometimes crews getting together and getting a bunch and running off with multiple cars in one night. In Buffalo, we've seen the kids taking these cars on joyrides, causing severe damage, and tragically here in Buffalo, resulting in the loss of life of four youth, and I know the mayor is going to address that. No mistake like this, caused by something as simple as this, should ever end in death. No child, no, sorry, no parent should have to bury their child because of this. So this isn't just a matter of theft. It's a matter of life and death. It's a matter of total safety. In Rochester, where the same thing is happening, We've even seen these cars become a favorite for criminals as getaway cars. They do a robbery, they use one of these, they steal a Kia, they steal a Hyundai, and they get away with it. A gunman drove one of these vehicles near Rochester high school just recently. You know, we all know that car theft is a big problem, and that's bothersome enough. Every one of us has experienced car theft. I certainly have. You wake up in the morning, you're ready to go to work and you see your car gone or so parts of it ripped out so you can't use it. It's the most frustrating, angering thing. But this is making it much worse. So enough is enough. As I said, I've already written to the National Highway Transportation Safety Administration telling them to look into this issue, to get answers, get on top of the companies. These cars have been on the road for years, I want to know why it took them so long to address this. This is happening before this TikTok viral challenge. Why did they let this happen? They had to have known about it. And the federal agencies will get to the bottom and exact the appropriate punishment. And let me reiterate again for Kia, for Hyundai, exactly what they need to do to fix this issue for our upstate communities. I want the, custom, the companies to hear me loud and clear. They should be offering free installation of aftermarket security kits to all dealerships so you can just drive your car in and within a very short period of time, get it fixed. They should have enough personnel and enough software. You don't have to wait two days and have your car sit there. This is their fault. It shouldn't be on the consumer's back. So, Jenna, um, consumers are often faced with wait times from weeks to months. That shouldn't happen here. This wasn't any, anyone's fault but the car companies because they didn't install something that should have been in the car. Jenna Haring, who's here with this day, already had a steering wheel lock, came out to her house to go to the gym in the morning just to be met with broken glass in an empty driveway. And now because this problem is so rampant, she's stuck waiting for parts to fix the back order. That shouldn't be. Kia and Hyundai need to make any and all updates free of charge to all car owners ASAP. They know how to fix it. They just got to do it, and they can't put it at the bottom of the list. The sheer idea that, ex- that consumers we- would be expected to pay for these car repairs themselves when the car was designed with this safety defect while other manufacturers make nearly every one of their cars with an engine immobilizer auto mo- is absurd. And let me make that point again. This is not true in most cars. Most cars have the engine immobilizer, but they, neglect, they put, took it out, cost, cut costs. I don't know why the heck they took it out, but it's led to the damage we have here. So let me ask Kia, let me ask Hyundai directly, What are you doing to take the burden off of our local law enforcement? What does your rollout plan look like for the new software fixes? And will you commit to implementing the fix in greatly affected areas such as Buffalo and Rochester first? I've asked these questions in a a letter to them and to the NTSB. This is the agency that has jurisdiction jurisdiction over these agencies, and they can find the daylights out of them. And I would expect they do that, especially if they don't cooperate. Okay, I think I've basically said what I'm gonna say. Let me leave out, let me see if I have anything else. Bottom line, Kia, Hyundai, can't keep letting criminals on TikTok ride right off into the sunset with innocent Buffalonian residents, Buffalonians cars. It's time for the companies to step up and make this right, once and for all, ASAP. And I know the, the, gov- uh, the mayor has a, another stop to make, so I'm going to call him. Now I'm going to talk a little bit about storm relief, too, because I know that's very important. But I think, should I do that now or wait till? what do you guys want to do? You want me to do that separately after this? Yeah, okay, so we'll let the mayor speak. Thank you, Senator. Thank you very much, Senator Schumer. Thank you for being
2: uh, here again with us today in the city of Buffalo and thank you for addressing the safety defect with Kia's and Hyundai's certain models. Uh, This has been a problem here in Buffalo and, as the senator said, um, across the state but also across the nation. Uh, When uh, these two brands of of vehicle, Kia and Hyundai, stop putting um, engine immobilizers in their Vehicles. Uh, these vehicles have been stolen for criminal purposes. And again, with this TikTok challenge, young people are taking them uh, just to meet the challenge, to joyride in these vehicles, not necessarily with any criminal intent, but that's what it comes down to. They've stolen a car because they saw how to do it on TikTok. And because of this safety defect, it has become all too easy to take certain models of Kia and Hyundai. It's put a lot of uh, pressure on the Buffalo Police Department having to respond to the thefts of these vehicles. And between last year at this time to this year, uh, thefts of Kia and Hyundai automobiles have increased by more than 2,000 percent. From last year to this year, thefts of these vehicles have increased by more than 2,000 percent. As Senator Schumer said last year, we had four young people from our community lose their lives uh, in a Kia uh, that they took, having learned how to do it, on TikTok, certainly very painful uh, for this community. And what was the response of Kia? They wanted to put the responsibility on police departments across um, our region and across our state uh, to install um, uh, locks on the vehicles when it was their responsibility. And we told Kia uh, that it was absolutely Um, irresponsible on their part to ask police agencies uh, to fix their safety defect when they made the decision to stop installing um, engine immobilizers on their vehicles. Again, for the uh, parents and families of those four young people that lost their lives last year, our thoughts and prayers and hearts go out to you. Senator Schumer, we thank you for bringing the strength of the federal government uh, into this circumstance to help fix this problem that Kia and Hyundai have a responsibility to fix. Thank you very much, Senator.
3: All right, let's hear from our uh, two uh, victims here. And then uh, is the chief, is uh, Commissioner? Yep. Yep. Commissioner first, then the two victims. Then I'll talk about the storm. Then we'll take questions. And
4: then have to leave. So, Senator, I, I really appreciate the fact that you're coming here to Buffalo, to Buffalo Police Headquarters to uh, announce this and, and to hold them accountable. Uh, we've been asking for assistance in this and to have the federal government be able to come here and actually put pressure on these companies. Um, we started to see the, the change in our Kia thefts back in August of 22, and they jumped exponentially. We had a, more than uh, twice Uh, increase month after month until January, where we had a substantial higher increase than that. Uh, 2,270% increase compared to last year of Kias, and 2,667% increase on Hyundai stolen compared to last year. That's accounting for about almost three quarters of our stolen cars this year alone. It's a monumental task. Uh, These individuals are stealing these cars. They're not just joyriding in them. They're also using them to further violent crime. They're using them to commit further property crimes. We are seeing Kias and Hyundai stolen at the rate of a dozen a night at times. Uh, This is a significant problem. Uh, I spoke with Kia USA back in uh, November and their response that this is a local crime problem. This is not a local crime problem. This is a national crime problem. Based on uh, defective or ineffective equipment in their cars, it needs to be fixed. It needs to be fixed right away. So, again, Senator, thank you very much for bringing this to our attention. Sure. This is a significant help to us in the
3: cause. All right. And I mentioned what happened to Ms. Harring. Do you want to say a few words, Ms. Harring?
4: Thank you. Can um,
1: uh, um, spell it? Yes. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, my name is Jenna Haring, J E N N A H A R I N G. Uh, my Kia Sportage was stolen back in December. Um, it was a Tuesday night. I got up to go to the gym, and it wasn't there. Um, it was found later that day. I'm not sure where. I didn't ask, which I regret. But, um, and my parents and I both had to leave work to go to the impound lot to take a look at it. And it was just completely destroyed inside. Um, the car was caked in mud. It looked like they took it off-roading. The inside of the car was caked in mud. Um, they left. Ash and you know remnants of their their blunts in my car. Um, they left orange juice in my car, um, and I just it made me feel completely violated. My journal was in my car, and you know they took it out of the center console and it was opened. And mm. they stole some sunglasses. They stole my phone charger, and it's just been a disaster. Um, I was luckily able to break my lease, and now I have to pay about $100 more a month for a different car, just for the peace of mind that it's not going to get stolen. So I hope this is able to be resolved soon, and I hope Kia steps up and takes responsibility.
3: You should be reimbursed for everything, including the $100 a month.
1: I think so too, and I was expected to pay my car payment for the two months that my car <laughs> was sitting in the shop, so. Yeah. yeah.
3: Thank you. Thank you. It's touching story and another victim of this is Lauren Washington.
5: Hello, my name is Lauren Washington, um, L-A-U-R-E-N, W-A-S-H-I-N-G-T-O-N. On February 10th, In the early morning of, I would say, 6 a.m., which is about the time I go to the gym in the morning, is when I discovered that my car was stolen um, due to the glass being on the ground um, from my passenger side. Um, I would say, fortunately, um, I was able to get some footage in the front door of my home to um, see exactly what was happening and um, i was able to see the crime in live and color about 10:52 pm and from there um, i filed a police report and a couple of hours later um, I, another officer contacted me and said that they found my car and that it was going to be towed to the buffalo impound lot which i discovered all the damage and Um, personal items that were stolen from my vehicle. Um, I was really sad that my car was stolen because just recently I was able to get it and get it under my own name and now I have to continue to pay for the car and continue to pay for my um, insurance and my rental agreement with my insurance is almost up for 20 days, and now I have to figure out how I'm going to continue to get around, get to work, um, while my car is getting, is getting fixed in the shop, which is a, they told me a few weeks. So now I'm just in um, limbo until I can get this resolved.
3: Thank you, Mm -hmm. thank you very much. These are both Mm -hmm. touching stories. They did nothing wrong. Okay, Uh, I'm gonna talk a little bit about the storm and then do questions on both or do you want me to do questions on this and then the storm whichever is better for your okay so let me talk about the storm so on Friday the state submitted its disaster uh, declaration relief its request for disaster declaration relief it took a while because they wanted to scour the whole state and get as high a number as possible and now they have submitted it and I'm very hopeful that we can get the major disaster declaration relief we need. Buffalo's already been granted from the storm emergency relief, but that only goes to $5 million, and that's much more limited in what is the relief. If you get major relief, lots of money can flow to the city uh, and the the surrounding communities for damage to the roads, to buildings, to all kinds of things. It involves help for small business, which would be part of a major disaster relief, and many other uh, things. In addition, we have asked, I have lobbied the President three times, including on Air Force One just recently when he came to New York, to make sure that we get our disaster relief and then to include snow removal as part of it as well. We may meet the numbers without snow removal costs, but snow removal was a huge cost. This storm was snow, more snow than we have ever seen. And not allowing snow removal to be counted as part of the reimbursement would be like saying you're not allowing wind damage in a hurricane relief. Makes no sense. So two things. We've, I've talked to the president three times, the White House staff many times to get us the major disaster relief, which would mean millions and millions and millions of dollars, tens of millions, many more would flow to Buffalo, Western New York, and the communities were hurt. And second, I've asked for the first time, they include snow removal in this relief. As I said, we may make the threshold even without snow removal, but we should be allowed to be reimbursed for snow, snow removal costs as well. Okay. Now we'll take questions <laughs> on either subject to any of us. With the Kia
2: situation, I know that there is a group of teenagers that identify themselves as people who tend to do this, um, especially on social media. With all of these thefts, do we believe that everyone is being a target
3: of these groups of these teenagers, or is it random kids who are... I think it's mom- some of each. Some are in groups, and some are random kids. All you have to do is be alone, go on TikTok, and they say, just take this, and here's how to do it which is outrageous that TikTok would put that on to begin with, but they do. They are not really regulated at all. Do you want to add to that, Chief? No, I think you actually hit it right on the head. It's some of each.
4: Question for the commissioner. Um, A majority of these staffs, like said, are are from juveniles, and they have very little consequences for doing so. Should we look at, you know, harsher consequences for juveniles, and is this, you know, for non-juveniles another reason to look at uh, bail reform? So, you know, bail reform absolutely comes into play when we're dealing with this. It's a, uh, you make an arrest, it's an appearance ticket. It, it, uh, I've talked on this many, many times, um, you know, that they have to be released. You know, the other issue is uh, we are seeing a number of juveniles that are involved in this. When I say juveniles, under the uh, age of 18, which falls under the raise the age um, uh, the section, um, again, they get released to their parents, they go to family court. We never hear what happens to them again. You know, we track. The amount of uh, people that get arrested multiple times for stolen cars, it is a problem, uh, and we're only catching you know, a small percentage of those that are stealing these cars because they're catching them and dumping them so fast. And in many instances, before they even wake up in the morning, uh, the car is already stolen, and it's dumped, um, and it's, it's gone already. So, yeah, there's a couple of challenges on both sides of that. Yes.
3: You want to start you, sir you may as well do that one and
4: I'll do the first um the second part the challenge it's beyond a challenge we can't keep up we, we just can't do it um you know you get into processing a car we don't have the the resources to process every car but you're also dealing again with young people who their um you know DNA or prints are not going to be in the system and there comes with great expense it's unfortunately it's a lower level property crime that's of significant annoyance to those that own these vehicles as the senator said I've had a car stolen, you know, when I was younger. It's, uh, it's a pain. Um, and your first question was again, oh, the, the social oh, yeah. media? Um, I'll just jump in real quick on that. Um, it, it's, they're absolutely, we, we've seen this in this community going back to May 14th. We just saw it again last week where we had a homicide committed that was put out on Facebook and numerous requests by this police department, the FBI, the DA's office, uh, one of the local media outlets all appealed to Facebook to have that heinous video taken down and our response was uh, that it does not meet the criteria to be taken down. That's a problem with social media companies that need to accept responsibility for what content uh, they
3: are providing on there and allowing to stay. Let me answer that as well. Um, There is something called Section 230 which exempts all the social media companies from any liability no matter what's on there we are giving a very serious look to re-examining 230 because what's happening is outrageous, okay? Folks, I'm gonna to have to head to D.C. Um, so I appreciate everybody being here and uh, thank, thank our victims particularly. And we're gonna get on this through the federal authorities and go after these two car companies that are so derelict. Thanks, thank Senator, you, everybody. Appreciate it, thank you. Thank you, folks. We'll get the thank date out to everybody.
1: everybody.
4: Yeah, and we'll we'll send the date out that we have that was spoken on today to everybody. One of you guys had yeah. a steering wheel lock, is that correct? I had okay, one. Can you talk about, do you do you actually have a steering wheel lock installed
1: on in your car? Um, yeah, just one of the ones you take on and off every time you get in the car. Um, but I was told me, one,
3: I apologize, I had to get to DC we're running late, so thank you, we'll be here. It.
1: Um when the police came in the morning to, you know, take my statement and create the report. Um, they said it is a deterrent, but if they are determined, you know, whatever they bring to break the window, they can easily, you know, bend the steering wheel lock and take it off. But
2: so. of you Buffalo residents? Yes. yes. And which one has the Kia and which one has the Hyundai?
1: We both have keys. Both I think. have Kia. Kia Sportages, yeah.
4: about it like. I mean, it's a huge financial burden for someone to have a, a five or six-hour joyride. You guys are still gonna suffer for months, you know, without a car, extra burden, financial burden. Can you
1: both kind of talk about that? Yeah, I mean, I think it's terrible, first of all, because Kia's they lease out really well for people our age, um, you know, college students, young professionals, um, and for a nice car. Um, So then for this to happen, you know, you have the financial responsibility of paying for a rental car when insurance can't pay for it anymore, or paying to get a new car, or paying for. Damages and repairs, so it's a big financial burden. And I'm lucky enough to have parents that were able to help me out through all of it. But you know, I feel for people who aren't that lucky because this could really, you know, put a burden on your your mm-hmm. finances.
5: You
2: want to to that?
5: Oh yes. Step up a bit oh. hello. Um, yes, um, I believe that I shouldn't have to bear the financial burden of a malfunction or a flaw in the manufacturing on Kia's end. Um, I don't even look for accountability for TikTok. I want the company themselves to come forward and have some accountability to its consumers and say, yeah, we gave you guys a defective security system in your cars and we, again, shorted you of what we should have gave you in the first place, so um, I hope that they reimburse us for damages, for car rentals. It's just a lot, especially on a single person who, who has to now cover these big expenses now.
1: What's it been like dealing with Kia so far from They, the only time I've reached out to them, I asked if I was expected to pay my car payment. Um, and they didn't have much to say other than, yes, you are. And I know Mm -hmm. Kia hasn't done or said much publicly about, you know, all of the car thefts. And I think they're kind of sweeping it under the rug. Mm
5: -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. First off, I just want to say
1: sorry you're going through this. I also had my Kia broken into and almost stolen and it's such a difficult experience. I'm wondering if you talk a little bit more about also the the decision-making issue after that happens to you because now you're stuck with a car that could be stolen again. Mm -hmm. Um, there were a couple things, you know, I was thinking, do I want to pay, is it worth the hundred dollars more to pay for a different car that's not going to get stolen? But, you know, I've heard stories of people who got their Kias back and, you know, one or two days later it got stolen again. And, you know, these, these kids who are stealing the Kias, I don't think they care, they're not thinking about the Kia drivers as people, they just want a joyride in your car. And they have like a—they have their own TikTok and Instagram page too. It's the Seven One Six Kia Boys, and they mm-hmm. post everything on there. You know, just videos of them joyriding and multiple Kias like sitting in a parking lot, and they're all stolen. So
0: his karate lessons might not turn him into a black belt, Hi-ya! and even after band camp, he might not be the greatest musician. <laughs>